Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday. We're in the season of ordinary time. We're at the end of the fifth week after Pentecost and the start of the sixth week. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Matthew chapter 11. Jesus said, But to what will I compare this generation? It was like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her children. At that time Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent, have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus is Messiah. The Gospels say so with clarity and regularity and go to great lengths to show us how Jesus pulls together the various threads of messianic hope and expectation 
in who he is, what he says, what he does, and most importantly, in his relationship to God, who has given him all things. The Holy Spirit, speaking through Matthew, wants us to hear this good news about Jesus so that we can put our trust in him, be reconciled to God, and live in peace that comes in him through faith and love for God. To receive those gifts of faith and love for God, the revelation of God through the Son. But why then, if it is so clear that Jesus is God's anointed, God's word incarnate even, why do so many people reject him and refuse to put their trust in him? That is a big question that runs through all of the Gospels. This question is also embedded in our Gospel readings for the next few weeks, because Jesus wrestles with this question as he sees and teaches more clearly that the cross will be the end of his ministry. So why is it that some come to hear the good news and believe it, while others reject it, sometimes bitterly and even violently? And maybe even in our day, we might go so far as to ask, why is it that some people come to hear and see this good news and assume that Jesus is something that he's not? Well, Jesus notices how people have constructed a variety of mental models of what Messiah will be, what he will say, what he will do, what will happen when he arrives, how they will benefit from this. And the problem is that Jesus and John the Baptist, as Jesus' forerunner, do not match the model of the Messiah and the Elijah who prepares his way, not the model that has been constructed In a surprising twist, however, it seems that those who are more deeply acquainted with the scriptures, the law and the prophets, that is, the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the priests, and those most politically conscious and aware, the powerful, the Herods, the the ruling power, the Sadducees, the high priests, those who seek power, and even for the best motives seek to hold this power for the highest good, Those who have money and status and all the comforts of this world, even when they see these as God's blessings, as they should, Jesus notices that these are the ones who are most likely to reject him, to miss God standing right in front of them. And those who exist in this world as infants, children, without power, without status, without wealth or great learning, those who have simply heard and received this good news and put their trust in Jesus as God's Messiah, the Christ, who have cried out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. This is the kind of aha moment that Jesus shares with the Heavenly Father in a prayer of gratitude and awe at the great wisdom, at the funny wisdom that confounds the self-assured and the self-importance and gives all of the grace of God to the poor, the meek, the humble, the oppressed, the sick, those we find in the Beatitudes, those who are carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders, and the relief, the help, the mercy they seek. God is hidden in Jesus, and no one can find God under their own power or reason. They can search, and they can search all they want, that Jesus, standing right before them, will be invisible. Jesus reveals God in all that Jesus says and does, all that he is. 
and not when he does what we think God does. That's the struggle here and probably with us too. Those who look at Jesus and decide yes or no, based on whether Jesus lives up to their expectations and visions and ideas about God or God's Christ, will end up rejecting him. Those who look to Jesus to receive the gift that he gives, who put their trust in him and learn to love him and learn to love God through him, will discover the miracle of God's grace that is the very heart of God who has come down to sit beside them. The good news that Jesus proclaims is an invitation, an open invitation to come to the one who has come to him, to let him take and unburden us of our sin and to join him under the yoke of his fellowship of faith, hope, and love. All power in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus. Jesus is Messiah. He exercises that power by setting us free, by lifting the yoke of slavery to sin and death, and by making us God's children once again. This good news, received by faith, will set you free and give you the rest that you seek, the mercy you desire, forgiveness that you need, which of course is a fitting gospel to hear and believe today at the start of a glorious summer weekend. Rest in his grace and love for you today. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember the holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. For the new creation in Christ and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the gift of relationship with others and for the communion of faith in the fellowship of your church. For who else, for what else, are we thankful today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hearts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, 
for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth for carelessness and destruction, for health for those who are sick, for peace for those who are troubled, for relief for those who are carrying heavy burdens, for comfort for the mourning, and for blessing for the meek and the humble, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.